thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. Hey, I hope you're doing well. We're in the middle of a series focusing on the spiritual disciplines. Let's review what our definition of a spiritual discipline is. They're the things that we do to put ourselves in a position to deepen our relationship with Jesus so that he can transform us or so that he can change us. Another way to think about it is that spiritual disciplines are the habits, rhythms, or practices that increase our intimacy with, with Jesus and put and helps us to mature toward Christ-likeness. Um, we talked last week about just the, all the different lists of disciplines that there are and the, f- the five that we're going to focus on. And today we're going to look at um, Bible reading and journaling, how those two things go together. Um, but there are several ways that other people have said that we need to get into the Bible. Um, Whitney says you need to read it, you need to study it, you need to hear it, you need to memorize it, you need to meditate on it, and you need to apply it. Foster says you need to meditate on it and study it. Um, we're just going to focus right now on um, reading it and journaling, okay? And, and and I pray that as we, as you consistently, as we consistently practice reading the Bible and journaling about it, I pray that it's going to lead us into wanting to do some of those others. Um, as we see the, the need for God's Word, as we hunger for God's Word, I pray that it helps us to start to think about and using some of those other rhythms in our lives each and every day. But if I could get followers of Jesus to do one thing, it would be to read the Bible consistently. I believe that that's where um, how we get closer to God. I believe that that's where we change and transform the most by just daily interacting with the Bible, daily reading it, um, and it, consistently each and every day. Get into the Bible, get into the Bible, and and even how we look at the Bible. Okay. So one thing, get get uh, if I could get disciples of Jesus to do one thing, it'd be to read the Bible. Um, to help us read the Bible consistently, there's a couple things that we need to change. We need to change how we read the Bible, and we need to change our mindset to reading the Bible. How we need to change how we read the Bible. Unfortunately, we read the Bible like a textbook. We look for the who, what, where, when, and how. Um, we look for the facts, like we're studying for a test or like we're trying to write a paper. That's how, we, that's how we read it, just to try to gather information. Instead of reading the Bible for information, I think we need to read it for transformation. To be transformed through, the, through reading our Bible, we need to look for ways to apply what we're reading to our everyday lives and by looking to how we should respond to what we are reading. When we read the Bible, it should change us. It, it, it should change our mindset. It should change our attitude. It should change in action. It, it will be something that helps us look more like Jesus. It could be something that honors Jesus. It could be something that will help the kingdom to advance. Transformation, not information, should be the goal of us reading the Bible. For the most part, an applica- the, the transformation could be personal, practical, and provable, okay? And to see transformation, here's some things, some questions that we can ask as we interact with Scripture. Is there some sin that you need to confess? Is there some promise that you need to claim? Is there some attitude that you need to change? Is there a command that you need to obey? Is there an example that you need to follow? Is there an error that you need to avoid? Is there something that you can put your trust in or something that you can believe in? Is there something, as you're reading the Bible, 
Is there something in what you've read today that should make you praise God? Is there something that you should praise God for today? Um, I got these questions from Rick Warren's um, book on Bible study methods. I encourage you to go read that. There's several different ways to just kind of study through the Bible. But he gives us those questions to help us move from um, gathering, looking at the Bible for to gather information and <coughs> really start to help us to interact with the Bible in a way that's going to transform us and change us. As you work through the Bible asking these questions, God will begin to transform you and change you. Transformation is greater than information. The second change in our mindset, the second change is our mindset. We um, need to move away from we, we have to read the Bible till we get to read the Bible, or I need to read the Bible. Um, we should crave the Word of God. We must see the value of reading the Bible. We need to understand how we need the Word of God. David, who the Bible says is a man after God's own heart. This is just things that he says about the, the Bible. He said he delights in the Bible. He thinks it is wonderful. He believes that the Bible is life. He finds that the Word of God gives comfort. David's, David thought God's word was sweeter than honey. He thought God's word was more valuable than gold or precious metals. What's your mindset about the Bible? What's your attitude toward the Bible? I believe for us to consistently read the Bible, you and I have got to change our mindset about the Bible. We should crave it. We should long for it. We should see how crucial and how important it is to our daily lives. We have got to change our mindset. Before we drill on some specifics on how to help us create a healthy habit of reading the Bible, let's just review what James Clear says about Atomic Habit from his book, Atomic Habits. Get a plan. Be specific about when, where, and how you will practice the discipline. Think about why you want to develop this discipline or rhythm. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Do it over and over and over. Play the long game while trying to find some instant ways to satisfy to, to satisfy that gratification thing that we need. So um, play the long game, but be look for some instant ways to to satisfy that that gratification. Here's some things on I want to help you now just develop why you should read the Bible. Here are just some reasons. Psalm one tells us that we're going to be blessed. Psalm 1 says that those who delight in the law and meditate on God's word, they'll be blessed. From that, we, from that passage, we see what blessing could mean. That means there's some depth to us. If, if we've meditated on God's word and, and, and he's blessing us, he's going he's gonna to deepen us. He's not just going to let us be surface level people. He's going to deepen us. He's going to give us some inner character, some depth to our, our lives. We're going to have a fruitful life. It's, um, we're, we're going to produce fruit because we are interacting and we're meditating and we're, we're just being in the Word of God. And so that's going to give, help us to be fruitful. It's going to help us to live a life that matters, a life that's purposeful, a life that succeeds in doing the things that God wants us to, 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 to do. Some other things that, that, that on reasons we should read the Bible. Um, Psalm 119 gives us several different reasons. One of those is the Bible gives us guidance. It says that in 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto it. Shows us, the Bible shows us where to go. Psalm 119 also tells us in 9 through 11 that it shows us how to live pure lives. Helps us to live a life of integrity. 2 Timothy tells us that the word of God helps us to be complete. and helps us to be ready to do every good work. 
So those are just some reasons that we should get into the Bible. Blessing, depth of character, fruitful life, a life that matters, purity, um, guidance, and just completeness and, and um, um, equipped to do all the good works. So I think gives you some inspires you just a little bit on why you should get into the Bible each and every day. Now let's look at some specific ways to help you and me consistently read the Bible. First off, just get a translation of the Bible you can read. Get one that you understand. Uh, maybe you can get one with some good study notes. That, that could help you out. Establish a plan. Set a time. Set a place. Put the appointment on your calendar. Set an alarm. Do whatever you can to make sure you make that, import, that appointment to connect with Jesus. Um, the most important thing on your day. Make sure that you're going to make that meeting. Okay? Decide your reading plan. It can be simple as reading through the Gospel of Mark one section per day. It can be a, a year reading plan. It can be a plan from the Version Bible app um, that just maybe is dealing with some stuff that you're dealing with. But find something to help you consistently get in the Word. I have used the F260 plan by Robbie Gowdy for the last several years, and that's the one that I'm going to kind of talk about in just a second. Um, another way to help you succeed and help you consistently get in the Bible is get all you need together. Get your Bible, your journal, your highlighter, your pen. Get all the get out everything that you need. Maybe it's your headphones. I'm cool with that. I um, mean, some praise music going on. But get all your stuff together and have it together. So when you sit down and have the get, read your Bible, you're not scrambling to get it all together. Here's how I do it. Okay. I get up early. I'm usually into the Bible by about 5.15, okay? Sometimes it's 6.15, just depending on other things that might be going on, if I stayed up late with the kids or whatever. But for the most part, I'm in the Bible about 5.15. Um, I've got all my stuff together. I just pull it up and set it next to me. Before I even open the Bible, I pray something similar to this. It's some variation of this every day, but God, show me how to live today. It could be, God, what do you want me to learn today? Or God, how do I need to change today? Um, God, um, speak to me. Holy Spirit, guide me today. Um, so it's some variation of just inviting God into the, to the experience. Hey, God, I'm not just, I know this, is the, the, this book is awesome, but I need you to help me get into it. So I invite Jesus into the, 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 the Bible reading. I invite him into my appointment, okay? Then I use the F260 reading plan, which I was talking about just a second ago. In that plan, you read one or two chapters a day for five days. The thing I like about it is I don't have to rush through it. Um, I can take my time and focus on and listen for what God is trying to tell me. Just trying to read, you know, some Bible reading plans, you read nine chapters a day to get through it. Man, the, the goal is not to get through it. The, do it the, the goal is to try to get something out of it. So that's the, one of the reasons I like um, Galilee's plan, the F260 plan. I mean, just I can slow down. So I, I, every day I know exactly what I'm going to read before I even get there. I just turn to the date, boom, there it is. That's what I'm going to read. Then I use the Here Journal. Um, the Here Journal is to me is a game changer. The, the, this whole process right here is a game changer for me. The Here Journal. As I focus on the passage, as I'm working my way through the passage, the assigned reading for the day, I use this journaling method. H is for highlight. I find the main thing that stands out to me. Sometimes it's a word. Sometimes it's a phrase. Sometimes it's a verse. Sometimes it's even an idea or a concept from the, the story that we're reading about. But I find that highlight, and I just write it down in my journal. Second thing is I explain it. I kind of put it in my own words. Sometimes that's just summarizing the story that we've read that day or summarizing the passage that we read today to help me understand why the highlight's important. Sometimes I just summarize or I explain the highlight and just say, um, this, is what, this is what this means to me, and I just write it out. I put it in my own words. 
The third thing I do every day is I write out an application. And sometimes I use that, that list that we used from Rick Warren. Um, is there a sin? Is there a promise? Is there a habit? Is there, you know, I work through some of that to try to find an application. Okay. So you got to find an application because that's what helps lead to transformation. When we find that application, hey, this is what needs to change or this is what I need to claim. Okay. Then the last one is the R is for response. After I've highlighted, after I've explained it, after I've figured out an application, I just write a, just a simple prayer. God help me to live out the application today. And then I just spell out what that application was. I just ask God to give me the strength. I ask the Holy Spirit to guide me and direct me to live out that, that, the application each and every day. People ask me sometimes, Jeff, there's five days in the reading plan, but there's seven days a week. What do you do with the other two days? couple things that I do. Sometimes I, um, I find a, a part of the passage from the, from the previous week's reading and I just um, I meditate on maybe a certain phrase or a certain passage or a certain key word or a certain verse and just kind of meditate on. So sometimes I do that. Sometimes I study. Like if maybe something I didn't understand completely, I'll go back and maybe study that word or, or study what that phrase meant or study what that um, the, the situation to try to figure out how. So I do several different things on the weekend to try to, 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 to kind of break up the monotony, um, but also at the same time to help me to get deeper in the Word. So I might just meditate. I might just study it a little bit more. Sometimes I just go back and read all of the week's reading in one day just as slow as I can just to try to get it a little bit better. I love the freedom that this plan gives. Um, so just try it. The F-260 plan, it could be for you. It might not be for you, okay? Um, but hope if you don't have a plan, get that one. Um, check out version. Try to find some, maybe you're going through some struggles or whatever. Find something that deals with those struggles. But get started today, okay? Don't wait another day. Go to version. find an app, get the F-260 reading plan, and start. Just get into the Bible. In conclusion, if you consistently read the Bible, you will experience a deeper intimacy with Jesus, and you will mature spiritually. So commit to reading God's Word consistently and see what happens. I can't wait to see how God transforms you and transforms me as we read the Bible. If you need some help, please reach out to me through Instagram at the Messed Up Redhead or email me at PastorJeffGMAC.com. I'm praying for you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.